We talked last week about this, um, I think it was 26-year leak of raw sewage. And of course, it's not just sewage, right? It's whatever people were putting down um, their toilets and whatever in the old days. You remember when dad would finish up a paint job and then he'd pour the turpentine into uh, the big sink in the basement? So for 26 years in Hamilton, um, about two dozen plus homes were pouring their stuff into the lake. Now somebody's done a rough calculation of how much went into the lake. And it comes in at 337 million liters of sewage going into Hamilton Harbor over a period of 26 years. Okay, so those are some pretty big numbers. What does it actually mean? Gail Kranzberg is a professor of engineering and public policy at McMaster University and joins us now for some perspective. Good morning, professor. Good morning. Okay, so that sounds like a really big figure, but we also have to remember it's going into a great big harbor, which is attached to a great big lake, and it was over a period of 26 years. So are you able to kind of put that into some kind of perspective about what level of contamination it was? It's, uh, you make a very good point. I mean, it sounds like a very big figure, but uh, the harbor is not very big. The lake is, but there's not a whole lot of exchange of water between the harbor and the lake. So if you are if that discharge is going into a fairly stagnant place, it's going to have an impact. It's going to increase the amount of nutrients like phosphorus and nitrogen, which makes algal algae grow crazy. They love the stuff. And when the algae eventually die and decompose, they rob the water of oxygen, so they end up killing fish. But also, what else are people putting down the sewers, right? Um, there could be pharmaceuticals. There could be things, you know, chem, you know, drugs that we take that we excrete that then go into the lake. And you know, we find in situations where there's a lot of sewage that you have properties of in endocrines that are disrupted. In other words, you can get male fish with ovaries and things like that. So there's a lot of toxicity associated with this stuff, and it's uh, regardless of how much or where, it's a bad situation. And is this something, now that they've discovered it and shut it down, that uh, goes away, or is there some long-term damage? There, no, there, the system is, is very resilient. I mean, once you stop the input, the system can absorb, particularly the nutrients, and get that under control. If there were some damages with pharmaceuticals or other chemis, chemi chemicals, that damage is done. But once you stop the source, the intensity of that damage will gradually reduce over time. Big question I had when we first learned about this was how did it go undetected? Is the harbor that foul? <laughs> it's a very good question. Um, there is a lot of sewage issues in Hamilton Harbor 25 years ago. Uh, and there's been a tremendous amount of recovery and upgrades of the sewage treatment plants and reductions in nutrient discharges. And the, the harbor is coming back to life incredibly well. So the initial leak would easily have gone undetected because there was a lot of sewage going into the harbor anyway in that time. And the increased improvement would have potentially even masked this one localized isolated leak. So it's possible, easily possible that it went undetected because as the harbor was gradually recovering, the largest inputs were being taken care of. And this was a residual ongoing low leak. Interesting stuff. Thanks so much for this. You're very welcome, John.